RNZ National, Friday afternoon means time for Critter of the Week and our final Critter for 2023. But hopefully she'll be back with us in 2024. Nicola Tuki, the Chief Executive of Forest and Bird. Hello. I'm your final Critter for 2023. You are, yeah. <laughs> you're, our, you're the only Critter that matters. Oh, that's great. Well, it's a Christmas Critter. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's I cannot believe um, we're in the lead up to Christmas. Yeah. It's just, where did the year go? What a year. Yeah. Um, you spotted any interesting uh, wildlife stories recently on your watch? Yes, because uh, I'm trapped in the office this week, so I like to distract myself with things going on in the office. And I saw a very funny post from the Department of Conservation on their social media about an intruder alert. Oh. Uh, and it was a North Island brown kiwi a photo of it tucked up in a in a chook house uh in in the bay of islands next to a chook oh gosh uh, wow <laughs> there's two species and, that didn't evolve together i know and how lovely um and so this lovely um the the owner of the chickens and i kind of giggled when i we have chooks um and so similar sort of setup. So you lift up the lid to look and see if your chickens have laid any eggs. And so she lifted up the lid and saw her chook and then a kiwi tucked in next to it. Um, and the kiwi must have loved it, actually. The chook seemed pretty nonplussed about the whole thing. And the kiwi uh, took a stroll around the property and then went back for another sleep in the <laughs> chook house. <laughs> That's pretty special, eh? And a good sign of uh, health for the kiwi population of Northland. Yeah, Northland is very special in that there are there is quite a significant population of um, kiwi up there. Predator control, obviously, a major factor mm. in keeping those kiwi um, alive and thriving. And but the biggest challenge for Northland is dogs, because um, even if they don't mean to, uh, any dog can kill a kiwi. Because in a very very short anatomy lesson, um, because kiwi don't fly. They don't have that big, strong keel uh, where our sternum would be if you were pretending we were birds, humans yeah. or birds. Yeah. Um, and consequently, um, a, a dog just picking up and shaking a kiwi can actually um, kill it. And um, Not my dog, not my friendly little yeah. puppy, Nicola. Yeah, everyone loves to say not my dog, but um, I know, you know, in my time at Dog, we saw everything um, from sort of pet poodles to you know hunting dogs to farm dogs and you know nobody nobody wants that outcome everyone wants uh a kiwi in my chook house yeah and um anyone who's ever smelled the uh droppings of a kiwi which i've been lucky enough to do will know they're not hard to track down if you're a dog with a good nose Exactly, and all dogs have great noses, so yeah, that, that, that is a bit of a problem for the kiwi. So I guess my my little uh, Christmas message on behalf of the the Chookhouse kiwi and his mates is: if you are living in and around uh, kiwi, make sure that your dogs are under control on leads and tucked up at night when the kiwi are out doing their thing. Pretty please. Nice. Hey, um, you mentioned a Christmas critter. Thank you for arranging a special one today. Yes, well, you're very welcome. Also, thanks, Lily, who's our amazing uh, critter linchpin in the background. So uh, this this week, we're talking about the red coat damselfly, or um, Xantho, hang on, Xanthocnemus zelandica. Doesn't that sound a little bit like the vermicious knids in um, 
and Roald Dahl's Charlie <laughs> and the Great Glass of Laverna. Yeah, yeah. What are, what are the vermicious canids? What do they what do they do? Where do they pop up in the story? They that's in the sequel to um Oh Glass to the Glass Chinese Elevator. And yes. Yeah. Never quite yes. hit the same, did it? No, I don't know, but I was always terrified of the vermicious canids. They were they were like kind of egg shape, but they could change their shape to to anything and <laughs> yeah, anyway. So we're not talking about vermicious canids. Stay on target, Nicola. Yeah. Uh we are talking about red coat damselflies. So, um, do you know what I mean when I say damselfly, Jesse? Um, am I picturing a daddy long legs with wings? No, that's probably more of a crane. Crane fly. fly okay, yeah. Um, um, is it like no, a dragonfly? Yeah, like a dragonfly, but like an almost an you know like a, one that's been on a diet for too long, <laughs> a really skinny. <laughs> Uh, dragonfly, and actually, the best way to tell them apart is when dragonflies are resting, you'll see all four of their wings, um, you know, perpendicular to yeah. their to their thorax, if you like, um, where they sprout out from. Whereas damselflies fold theirs up behind them, so that's mm-hmm. probably the best way. Thank you. Um, to to turn it, and I, and this one's lovely because um, it's bright red. It's like a little Christmas decoration that you might see out and about while you are having a restful um, break. And you sometimes see um, blue ones. So uh, I'm quite a fan of the blue damselfly. Not as Christmassy, obviously, as the red damselfly. <laughs> um, and they are um, closely related. Um, and the Xanthocnemus genus, <laughs> so this, this type of... <laughs> Type of damselfly is actually endemic to New Zealand, most like most um, of our native wildlife. So found here and only here. Um, and the real obvious differences between red and blue, she says, trying to keep her mind out of politics after a general election. And, yeah, is the left <laughs> and wing and the right wing? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, I think I actually told a politician just before the election, I was tr- trying to explain Forest and Bird's stance, and I said, hey, we don't mind what coloured jersey you wear. We just want you to do good things for nature. Yeah. If you're a red jersey or a blue jersey, cater pie, just do good things for nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I- I'm not sure if that's quite happening at the moment. In my view, they should get on the naughty list, but that's a story <laughs> for another day. So, um <laughs> uh, if we go back to the, the red coat damselflies, they are quite amazing. Um, and they are they're the ones we see popping up probably now, more likely um, earlier. So that's because they we think they're overwintering um, as larvae more often than blues. So they are able to reach adulthood sooner when that weather warms up. And boy, has it warmed up in the last couple of days down here in Canterbury. We're looking at a 30 degree Same, day. same, yeah. yeah. Not as hot as you, but it's definitely calm. It's, we've got that Auckland humid vibe. Oh, yeah, no, it's like wearing a, a blanket of wet going to Auckland for me. <laughs> anyway, um, but the blue damselflies can have a much faster life cycle. So when there are things like deep puddles around, you know, we get that ultimate, you know, that classic Christmas rain, they can actually kind of go through their cycle a lot faster. Um, so you will have seen red coats around um, usually, particularly if you've got small children, you'll hear, a, why are, those, why are those, those insects joined up together? Um, and because they're sort of show ponies when they are getting down to the business of reproduction, they they, they stick together, um, and that's because um, the males can actually um, 
he grasps her and, and he has special appendages at the end of the very long skinny abdomen and then she sort of bends and um, then he can pass on his package of sperm. Uh, but um, And when that's happening, they, they look, kind of look like a love heart. But they do, yeah. They do, yeah. Yeah, um, but even more fantastically, they can fly around like that, which <laughs> sounds... Exhausting. It does, um, yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot of coordination <laughs> on many fronts. Yeah. Um, and look, I, I, when I was a kid, we had a little creek out the back of um, where we lived in Twizawa. And I remember this fa- fantastic day where me and my wee friend had a jar. And we found, we thought we'd found new species. because We found all these underwater invertebrates. And some of them were damselfly lumps. And I genuinely thought I'd discovered something new to science <laughs> because I'd n- never seen anything like it in my, you know, eight-year-old life. Um, and these wee nymphs are, are quite amazing. Um, they they live underwater for up to three years. So, you know, I, it was like a whole new world for m- me and my wee mate down the local creek. Uh, and and <laughs> they um, crawl out of the water when they're ready to undergo metamorphosis because, of course, you know, like m- most of our freshwater invertebrates, they, they go through this whole kind of underwater stage and then out in the air terrestrial stage and they split their skin down their back and then flake their wings and and their abdomen and you you can sometimes catch this happening um and they're still waiting for the sun to dry them and then off they go to become these incredible flying machines they're more maneuverable than a helicopter in terms of what they're able to do um and they have to look after themselves so um there's a video online on um on Wikipedia, I think, which has this amazing shot of a, a damselfly grooming its eyeballs. Um, <laughs> yeah. They uh, they have these massive, big, red, googly eyes, and then they have three kind of simple eyes, little ocelli. Um, and it's sounding like are, the Ponsonby uh, Road of uh, of New Zealand invertebrates. It's uh, di- dieting too hard and spending too much time on grooming and bonking. <laughs> oh yes, and her final critter of the week for 2023. Nicola Tookie finally took the guardrails off and followed her heart. Were they ever on? I don't know. So moving on, and I'm sorry, Ponsonby, that was casting aspersions in the worst mm-hmm. way. So I think you got uh, it about right. <laughs> Back in the room, uh, we are very lucky to have these wee damselflies. They're certainly fascinating and spectacular to see. And they're one of about 3,000 different species of damselfly um, in the world. Just to give you a sense, though, um, they are one of the most ancient insect groups. From So they are from the same order of animals as dragonflies. And they've been around for about 300 million years. And, um, you know, they have obviously got enough of a a good design uh, to be still around today. They've got their life cycle down pat after 300 million years, you reckon? I reckon. Um, They also have some interesting uh, names in other parts of the world. They're known as sewing needles, snake doctors, horse stingers, and mosquito hawks. Uh, I quite like mosquito hawk. 
Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? Mm. Sounds like a, a kind of action movie from the 80s. Um, <laughs> and I like this. The nymphs are some, sometimes called naiads um, after the female spirits of Greek mythology who looked after streams, springs and bodies of fresh water. And that is obviously a hot topic for anyone in New Zealand. So they're, they're a little canary for our freshwater health. Yeah, and the and the Christmas part, of course, is that they're currently in their red coat, flying around, doing their business, just like Santa Claus. Well, some of it he's doing, yes. Yes, Oh, Correct. I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's certain elements of the uh, damselflies life Santa Claus who want to stay well away from at his age. Um, how would you rate the attractiveness of the red coat damselfly on a scale of 1 to 10, Nicola? Uh, I am a sucker for anything Christmas um, so I reckon it can have a six and a half from me Perfect, you got a nice Christmas day planned Nicola? Yes, yep, lots of um, lots of hanging out with uh, the, the wee grandies um, and uh, some of the extended whanau and for the rest of it we'll be escaping off to the bush, can't wait Love it Thank you for Uh another wonderful year and looking forward to many more in 2024. Thanks, Jessie. And thanks to all the critter whanau out there. I love hearing from everyone about how much you're still rocking along to critter. So uh, we look forward to bringing you more in 2024. And that's me for 2023. Have a great summer break and I'll hand you over to Wallace Chapman and the panel.